softest thing to me is when people go, like they go D1 to wear the jersey, maybe walk on, maybe get a roster spot, and never never have a chance at the field. He's like, that's not a competitor to me. He's like a competitor. Yeah. A competitor to me is someone like you who goes D3 and knows he's going to play and freaking competes. Yeah, you have to not only love your sport, but the coaches have to create a culture where you love the team more than you love your own self-interest. We got to be proud that we're with, with Pirates and like support each other. And that. I asked, I called Coach Sandberg and I was like, if I come to Whitworth, I want you to promise me that I'll be pushed as a man and as a football player like to the best of my ability. And he was like, I can promise you that. I was like, all right, I'm coming. I was going to say, like, <laughs> D3 athletes love their sport. Though. What's good, everybody? Jason McDermott here, starting off with the intro. We got Luke Schwartz here, the stat guy. Roan Anderson, uh, my good friend on the basketball team, and our guest for today, BJ Mullen. Sir. And we are here today, the podcast Pay to Play. We're going to be asking some great questions to BJ, and let's get it. <laughs> How was that? That was fantastic. That was, solid. That was great. good. Next time it's going to be Rowan, and then we'll have the guest do it the next time. All right, <laughs> All right, right. All right BJ, welcome on to the show. Uh, the first question that we like to ask D3 players is, you know, you know you're at the D3 level for a reason, yes, and, you know, this isn't Division One. You know, we, we love D3 guys, and we know that there's a lot of passion and there's a lot of heart, but sometimes you have to just kind of make fun of yourself a little oh, bit. Sure. So you got to tell us, this is our opening question with every guest, is when was the moment in high school that you knew you were going D3? Yes, sir. Hey, first, though, thank you guys for having me on. Because <laughs> of course, brother. Hey, because it was last year in late night. Uh, Rowan and JT were uh, were talking about the podcast idea, yep. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, boys, I need to be on that. Like, let let me get on that. And uh, JT, and we came through. J- <laughs> oh, came through for sure, for sure. Hey, Luke came through with the setup, though. Oh, Luke came oh, through. One hundred percent. Luke is the man. He he gets it all done. But JT was like, if you're gonna be on, like, we gotta have a question. Like, when was the moment you're going D three? And I hit him with the answer around there on the spot. So he did. Now he's been he's been holding this back for like a year now. For so. sure. For sure. <laughs> let loose. Let loose. For sure. Yeah. So. I always thought I was going to play Division Two, like, in high school and stuff. Like, once I got into high school, I was like, okay, like, the D1, like, they're built different. But I was like, <laughs> D2, like, I can I can grind. I can I can get there. So I always thought I, I grew up in Moses Lake, Washington, middle of the state, and, like, an hour, hour west was uh, central Washington. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play there, like, uh, out of high school. And so, like, you know, I was getting recruited by them a little bit and stuff, um, talking, talking to the coaches a little bit and stuff. So I thought it was going well. And uh, senior year rolls around, you know, reaching out to them more and stuff. Um, and, and the, you know, getting some response and stuff, you know, send me your film, blah, blah. Um, and then I go there on a junior day vi- – or no, yeah, so the junior day visit happened junior year. But then I go there uh, senior year, um, going to meet with one of their coaches and stuff. And uh, so I, I go there, go on campus. He shows me around a little bit, you know, introduces some, some of the guys, talk to some of the other coaches and he's like, he's like, man, like we love, we love you, like we love the film and stuff, but like, you know, I, you know, I, I just don't see the size or speed. And I was, you know, I was mm, hard, hard looking in the moment. He's crafty. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, basically. That. <laughs> do they ever say crafty for like football? No, no. What no, do they no. say when like? Because for us, like when they say like not athletic, like not fast enough or big enough, they say like. He's high academic or he's athletic. Yeah. Like, what do they say for football? Yeah, like, so I was a good tackler, like, in high school. Okay. And he's like, you know, we love that you can tackle. And, like, I also catch the ball. Like, you know, I'm going to catch the ball. You know, I might not be the fastest and stuff. But he, so those are things that, like, probably praised on. And then, like, I had the good grades and stuff. So he knew that wasn't a problem. So high academic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. But he was like, yeah, he was like, here's the deal. Like, so, like. He's like, you can you can come walk on now, but I can't, I can't even guarantee you a spot like like on the on the roster for walk on. He's like, you can come to school, and then you know you play through the season, and then in the spring like you can come try out for a walk on spot. And I was like, oh no, and I I, I was like, that's just not that's it. disrespect. It's this. I was like, man, like there's no way. Like, <laughs> man, that's tough though. Like the school you wanted to go to for a while. Oh, for sure. That's brutal. So so the end of the story is. Uh, I made the drive to to Central by myself, so I I drive back by myself, just just heartbroken, oh. sad, 
you know, I've got, I, I know I got to tell my mom when I get home. You know? <laughs> Was Drake on the stereo back but, home? He, Marvin's bit. room. <laughs> well, here, here's, a, here's a song that hit me. <laughs> when I get home, I tell my mom, you know, like, she has shed a couple tears because I'm like, man, this is what I wanted to do. That's your dream, yeah. And I go outside and I, uh, NF, uh, uh, Let You Down or something. Is that the song? Uh, NF. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry that I let, let you down. Yeah, I know you're I play that. Up. It was like. It Wait, was, how's it go? <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. You heard it. You heard it. But I, I go outside, play that song. It's like 9.45 at night, and I just ball. And I, oh. that was the moment right there that I knew I was going D3. Oh, Damn. Yeah. It just went deep. That was the, the most brutal, that was a brutal story. <laughs> but, hey, nah. the, the D3 life, though, hey, D3 athletes love their sport, though. So we, were, was, we were just we were just saying that. So yeah. we were, before we came here, we were just talking about, like, what's the concept of, like, I feel like if you're playing D3, you have to love playing your oh. sport just at a different level. For sure. A different type of love. It's a different type. Because there's, besides being able to play after high school, there's not much benefit. Uh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like, compared to, like, the you know, your school's not getting paid for, mm-hmm. you know? You don't get all the lavish gear. You don't get all, yeah, you're paying to play. Yeah. You don't get all the lavish gear. You don't go on the lavish trip. You're not getting the media attention. You're not for getting sure. these, like thousands of thousands of people at your game like i mean mm-hmm. we get a lot we're worth a special though because we get a lot of people we get a lot of love 100 percent. but it's still like you got to have a different type of love that's facts i mean i would argue there's still like life benefits and stuff yeah. for being on the team and stuff but i was actually i, I had a, i had an interview assignment uh, this week where we had to like call someone in our in a profession that we wanted to get into and just talk to them and just get their life story and stuff so i, I want to coach football so I called a coach that, that I uh, made a connection with, and he's a D2 coach uh, at Western New Mexico. And he was talking about just people who love the sport. And he's like, you know, he's like, the softest thing to me is when people go, like they go D1 to wear the jersey, maybe walk on, maybe get a roster spot, and never never have a chance at the field. He's like, that's not a competitor to me. He's like, a competitor, yeah. a competitor to me is someone like you who goes D3 and knows he's going to play and freaking compete. So I, I was like. I like right, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like awesome. that. And now to flip the script, you know, yeah. you get rejected from the D2 school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're playing that song late at night. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you got to turn that around to Sorry a positive. <laughs> but when, you know, who was the first person that reached out to you or vice versa that you got interested in being a pirate and coming to Whitworth? Yeah. So there was a there was a pirate here when I was a freshman named Brett Mosier from Moses Lake who played at Whitworth. That's like the first time I knew about Whitworth. And then uh, junior year, there was a coach by the name of Brian Bremer that that reached out just like through email and stuff. Um, I had like the NCSA like recruiting. Yeah, I did. Web, yeah, I know website. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, what, what was it? It's called like NCSA. It's like a recruiting website, and it like like if you're going if you're going D one D two, you don't need it, but like for but some, like, we needed it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> it didn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, like that made some connections there, and then he just reached out one time and, and came on a on a home visit junior year, and then uh, you know and it, I I liked I liked him then and and then came on the visit and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was my first connection with a coach named Brian Bremer, who actually, so yeah, he was recruiting me. He left before the season started before I got there. Then they handed me off to the DB coach, who also left before I was getting there. Jeez. And I was like. Shoot, everybody's leaving. Like, what the hell is going on? But and then uh, Coach Sandberg, Coach Sandberg took over my recruiting then, and I was committed uh, when he was recruiting me. So. so what was the recruitment like with Coach Sandberg? Because, you know, we, we know the surface-level Sandberg, yeah. but what's the behind-the-closed-door Sandberg trying to get you onto the football team? Yeah. I feel like he's great at recruiting people. Yeah. He, he, came, he, he came just and, seems inspirational. He came and talked yeah. to us, like, the other day, and it was, it was good. It was he gets you fired up. Oh, for sure. And yeah. he's intense, too. The first time yeah. I met intense. him, he shakes my hand and slaps me in the chest. I think the hardest I've been hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was like, let's go. That's like Jirosh a little bit. But, no, Sam, yeah. I mean, the same person that that uh, you guys see him is, like, that's how he introduced himself, and that's how he is. But, like, I'm a faith guy. I have a, have a belief in, like, Sandberg, like, it was all about that. And then Sandberg, like... I just I I click with Sammer because he is competitor and like just dialed one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, locked so like, in. Yeah, so love that. I I, I love that. Yeah, you got to respect a coach that's locked in because oh. if they have the same energy as you, it's like you're a lot older than me and you can still do what like Pete Carroll's doing on the sidelines yeah. of the oh, Seahawks. Yeah, like that gets you fired up. And like it's, it spreads. It also goes like both ways for the coaches. I feel like like coaching at this level, it's harder to recruit. I'm sure. Like I don't know the whole. Oh yeah. Margin, but like. You have no money. 
You have no money. <laughs> you can't. You have no money. You have a very small budget for travel to like go see recruits. Plus, like when <laughs> when you talk to them, hey man. You know, you can come here. We got you can go on this tour, get thousand dollar scholarship. <laughs> that's all I can really offer you. Like, I hope your grades are good. Yeah, that's facts. I feel like no, the money makes the difference because I feel like the Whitworth atmosphere and stuff. I bet you is better than a lot of D two schools. Yeah, a lot. That like, locker room too that you guys just got. Oh, it's, Ooh. It's that's gonna be a great. It's legit. Uh, that's a yeah. That's a great selling selling point for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, for team meetings, celebrations after a game, like beating rivals. I mean, I would love to do Bible study in that locker room. (laughs) Oh, me. Bible study. Yeah. It's kind of a code word for this podcast, but I'll let one of them explain it. It's just when we're talking about a party. We just say Bible study. (laughs) There you go. All right. Do you remember, like, what was the hook, line, and sinker from Sandberg when he was recruiting you? Because, I mean, again, you yeah. can't put money into the equation. So yeah. what did he say to you? So actually, so after Central turned me down, I was like, screw them. Well, I'm going to go play a different co- school in the conference. So like the Simon Fraser school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come at their heads. Yeah. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a new coach that just went to Simon Fraser that I thought it was good. Uh, and I went up there and visited and stuff. But it was the, the just the campus life and stuff was not good. But then so like. It's in wh- Canada, right? Yeah. And, it, dude, if you go on, like, I went on a visit there. It looks like a Russian compound. Like, it's on the top of a hill. It's all concrete. It's cold as hell. Me and my mom got there on a Friday night, and we stayed till Monday when I had my visit. On campus, we saw, like, eight people. And then coming home, like, so I was deciding between Whitworth and them. And then, like, I was just starting to lean towards Whitworth just to, like, become a better man. And then just football. Like, I felt like it was just, like, you know, it's a good conference to still compete. So I was, like, I asked – I called Coach Sandberg, and I was, like, if I come to Whitworth, I want you to promise me that I'll be pushed as a man and as a football player, like to Beautiful. the best of my ability. And he was like, "I can promise you that." I was like, "All right, I'm coming." That's a, that's you a, become a better man awesome. at Whitworth. That's facts. No, I 100% believe it. I just wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to call anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So we we got to rewind the clock a little bit and go back to. That was uh, funny. We were, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> We got to go back to your freshman year because, oh, yeah. you know, Whitworth football has been getting better and better each and every year. But you come in here in the season before, you know, six and three, yeah. good team, solid team. And then you guys go nine and oh, you win the first playoff game since 2006. Mm-hmm. So what was it like to be a part of that team and be yeah. undefeated in the NWC? Yeah, that was that was that was really fun coming in freshman year. There was a lot of good seniors and there was a lot of good fifth year guys. I feel like I've noticed like if you have, if you get your fifth year guys to stay and stuff, you can be good. Uh, but so we had a lot, a lot of older guys that were legit. Um, you know, and it was the, the, just like the work, work, work ethic on that team was really good. And just like they wanted, everybody wanted to win like the competition. So that was, it was really special. And just going undefeated, you know, like I didn't do much, like worked my way up to second string and got in at the end of the games, you know, but that's something out of boy for sure. But it was, it was really fun. But then, yeah. And then, well, the, the, the highlight of the year for me was going into our first playoff game. The starter got hurt. So I got to step up and, and start. And, and the playoff game, and got a pick and stuff. But yeah, you got a pick uh, in the playoff game. Yes, sir. I should have had two. I dropped one. <laughs> Why? I didn't know that, BJ. As a freshman, was that yes, that whole like that year? Did that come from the fifth year seniors and like the seniors? Just, you think like it wasn't like their just, culture or just the fifth years? Yeah, I think so. I mean, th- it was just guys just really wanted to win. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like win at all costs and just like competition. I mean. Like, yeah. During the football season, everybody was pretty locked in. Like, hey, whatever it takes. To like, work. we're not messing around here. Yeah. Like, get your work done. Yes, sir. Let's get after it. Yes, sir. It's like a nice quarterback, too, right? Uh, that that was Leif Erickson's junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he was he was pretty good. Yeah. Before that, it was Ian Colsty who broke, like, yeah. every record in the record book. Yeah. But, all right, I'm going to get back to your interception. Don't worry. <laughs> but... <laughs> Let's let's talk a little bit about that Linfield game. You know, you guys yeah. were down at halftime. You come back, you win nineteen to fourteen. Oh, that game was yeah. lit, dude. <laughs> I was, yeah, I remember I was there. We were game. we were staying on the sideline yes. that game. Let's we go. were we were right there at the end zone. Let's go. Walk, walk us through one halftime. Yeah. I've heard a little bit of story about a syrup bottle, and okay. I've also heard a little bit about the post game. But just you know, give us the locker room. Give us the moment, like. 
Yeah. The and the Bible study after. Yeah. So halftime, like, what was the score? I don't remember, but it was, it was, uh, like, it was like, well, right before half, right before half, they were on the one yard line. They, they, get, they get down to like the one yard line. Time's about to, to go, uh, run out. Like, they try to run a QB sneak. We stop them. They try to spike the ball, but then the clock had run out. So that was a huge stop right before half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get in the locker room. See, I don't, I don't know too much about the syrup bottle story. That was probably uh, the O-line. But what I do know is uh, our, like one of our best players on defense, Kale Wong, which you guys remember that? Yeah, name? yeah. yeah. Number yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. Neck roll. But crazy dude. <laughs> but like play, he was suspended for the first half uh, and, right. and, uh, because of a targeting. But he comes back. He, I don't remember what he said, but he comes back. He pounds on the door, and he's like, he's like, if this, like, if, if this shit's tied at halftime, he's like, we're gonna beat these guys. Like, probably using some explicits too, but like, you can he, cuss on this, by the way. Uh, you got yeah. it. He was like, if this shit's tied at halftime, <laughs> we're we're gonna fucking beat these guys. Like, there you go. <laughs> but like, uh, but so then we were super fired up at halftime when he came back in. Like that, just the locker room went bonkers. At halftime, it's like usually it's calm, but it went bonkers. And then coming out, and then like I, it was it was crazy. I don't know. Just the, and then the celebration after, there was a lot of tears, like from the seniors and guys who had been there, never beat Linfield, like always got whacked by him. Like there was a lot of tears from those like seniors and stuff. I bet. Just, like, That's so chilling. dope. Yeah, in your drought, you know the rain yeah. finally came on the crops. Like you yeah. guys, and I just pulled it up. You guys were down seven to nothing at halftime, and then you guys put up okay. nineteen unanswered points. And then they scored oh. a touchdown late in the game, but not okay. enough time to come back and win. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Let's let's go back to that playoff <laughs> game because what's funny is that I remember that interception, <laughs> and you and I. I mean, I looked it up earlier, but you returned it for thirteen yards, and I was yeah. standing on. This man the, just knows that bro. out of his <laughs> hey, butthole. He puts in the work. He's stat guy. Bro, he's, he's a stat he guy. He puts in the work. That he's prepared. How many yards was it? Thirteen yards. It was thirteen yards, and what's funny is that I was in home. the stands <laughs> with my friend group. What cover were you in? What was it? What was I it? think we were just we were just in regular uh, just cover man two, man. yeah, just read two, yeah, read two, yeah. Okay. And no, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what that means <laughs> like BJ Not drops back and you know per- perfectly times it, gets in front of the ball, catches it, and at first I was like, go, 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 and then gets tackled. And I remember you came over the sideline <laughs> to the crib. Luke's hella cute. And I was sitting with my friends, you know, in the in the student section over near the right side because we were more in Claremont mud scripts, yeah, okay. like territory. So we were over there on the right side. So we had these hecklers right behind us, and they kept screaming like, neck roll, neck roll at Kale Wong. And I remember you came off the sideline. You were pumped. You ripped off your helmet. And I was like, let's go, BJ. Let's go. And you, like, looked up in the stands. You did a little, like, head nod yes, to me. And I'm like, let's go, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. what was that moment? Like, who was the first person to, like, congratulate you on the sideline when you walked off? the field so it was it was neck roll Kale Wong because we <laughs> why is he called neck roll what's that he, mean? he wears like a neck roll oh, okay. like to protect your neck but like why doesn't everyone wear that like why just him it's a, it's an old school thing really. okay yeah but right. it, it looks kind of badass like sometimes yeah if you if sometimes. you can hit hard if yeah. you can hit hard for it looks cool. linebackers linebackers for sure mm-hmm. uh but so so like yeah I get the I get the pick and then I just like come towards the sideline and then and then he was there and we both love Conor McGregor so he wanted me. He wanted me to hit the. <laughs> oh, that would be <laughs> tough. So I, well, I did. I like stopped real quick and just like hit two of these. That is so <laughs> tough. And just like, uh, like, yeah, just give me high five and stuff. But I was happy because I, I should have picked one off in the first half. I dropped one right on the sideline. Uh, but then the second half, yeah, got that. So that was that was awesome. A little redemption. And what's what's funny though? Not funny, but um, again, another like moment part. But. You know, I think it was Shy Palawa, and it was like Zach Hillman who had started most of that year. Yep. And then who who actually got injured? Yeah. That led you to the spot, and who was the coach? Who was the person that let you know, like either game time or a couple of days before, and said, "BJ, you're going to be like our starting guy." Yeah. Coming into this playoff game. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So it was Shy who got hurt um, uh, playing free safety, and then uh, and then me and Parker Shaw were like battling for the spot, like most. Most well, he got hurt like two weeks ago. So then we, uh, we went to uh, Willamette, like the worst team in the league, and we split time there. But then, like based off that, like I got the, like I knew I was gonna be the, most likely gonna be the starter at the at the uh, start of the week. So I was taking the reps as a starter, 
And then, like, there was word, like, Thursday or Friday that, like, Shy might be able to make it back or whatever. So, like, I didn't know for sure. But then Saturday morning, our defensive coordinator, Sham, was like, you're going you're gonna to play. Like, like you're gonna then, play you got, then you got nervous. Oh, I was nervous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet. But, it, but, I was, but I was excited and I was ready, so. Yeah. Obviously, freshman. obviously yeah. you're ready. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, had a pick. You they, had two tackles. They, yeah, they, yeah, they were not the best. But so, hey, like, no, nah, don't don't discredit why, yourself. Why are you guys? You're a stud, that. man. Don't dog yourself. Don't like do that. that. Starting okay. as a freshman, when the yeah, team I started, has, I won game though. Yeah, you still <laughs> biggest take game that, of the year though. Hey, man, how many yeah. games do you start freshman year? I, I didn't even see the court, bro. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, to be undefeated and to start in like the first playoff game in a long time. That's sick for Whitworth. Good. And, and like 200 and kids on the team? Not not 200. <laughs> 100. So 120. 120. 120. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You you would you have to beat out so many guys. You need that many. Though. Well, there's a lot of positions. Yeah. And it's not 120 guys playing the same position. Yeah. yeah. But like you still probably have to beat out like seven guys for your position. or. Yeah, so like in our safety group, there's two starters, and there's like, yeah, eight or nine of us. Yeah. Wow. Basketball, we just have to beat out like one or probably two. Probably one guy. Yeah. yeah. One or two. Yeah. I mean, it's, but you 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 need those guys though, like 120, like because when you know you have your you have your like basically like your varsity and then like a scout team who like who runs as like the other offense, you know, like so you you might spend a year on scout team, you know. Um, oh, we know about scout team. Yeah, but. It's funny, Based over here. Uh, Wasn't funny to me. Uh, <laughs> It has not been all jokes for J- JT J- JT's, tonight. He's always been a hard guy to read. Bruh, nah, I ain't come to be on scout team. No, no, I'm that's just saying. Facts. Yeah. That's, facts. that's yeah. all I'm saying. I mean, JT's the guy that you just look at and you just you just want to give him a hug because he's a good old guy. <laughs> good old sport to have over here. Good old guy. I don't want to give you a hug. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling out the mics. All right. I could be wrong when I ask this, but are you usually the guy inside the inflatable helmet that does the yeah. pregame hype? So, yeah. Well, That's you? It's not my freshman year, but. Some this, Ray Lewis shit, right? I was thinking <laughs> Ray Lewis, too, bro. So, yeah, I don't know. I've always loved that stuff. And, like, like being like a, like, like I'm like the vocal guy at practice, like, like energy and stuff. Well, at least I try That's to. why you got mic'd up. That's, yeah, Luke, Mike. Yeah, Mike'd, mic'd up. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, th- I'm disappointed that wasn't a full practice, by the way, and just, like all light the whole time but i thought it hey there was great feedback hey, you, so. you got some great content out there <laughs> man uh but then so then like just like random people had done it for like the first three weeks well not random but like people had done it like the first three weeks and then one week uh one of the guys solo gray on the team was like hey bj you want to do it this week i was like yeah i got you and then i did it that week and people were like oh dude that was legit like you're you're doing it again i was like sweet so i just took it over <laughs> what do you what do you do what do you say <laughs> so we did like the and we had to feel like all day like uh, yeah. yeah so we, we kind of did that like we made our own version and i would like change it like every week a little bit just to keep it fresh Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice, our, our our pregame hype has gotten same pre- thing it's gotten time. pretty soft if i'm being real <laughs> yeah just do like some dumb dance and we choose somebody to dance it's just yeah, yeah. it's not it's just how like, it's just goofy yeah, yeah. Like we just laugh about it. We don't get like hyped. We like nah, laugh. We, we gotta, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like the football team's more serious and then the basketball team's just kind of Well, you're about to go out there and like you're trying to hit somebody. Yeah. We're oh, yeah, trying, football is so different. We're just trying to get buckets. Like everybody's got their own, yeah. own, own mental. Because like the guys in the front, like the ones you see are like really into it. But like there's guys in the back who like, you know, they could care less about, you know, about the hoorah, you know. They, yeah. They're going to play their game. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool. But, that's, that's true. What's it like on the uh, team with 120 guys? Yeah, so like I, the, I mean the lot. Well, thank goodness for this new locker room because the old Graves locker room. You're sharing one locker, like yeah, just not enough. Y'all got room. real close though, oh, huh? Real close. <laughs> real Showers close. just packed. Just Ooh, <laughs> not an image I needed to see. <laughs> Off the record, we can talk about that. <laughs> Wait, how many lockers are there in the new locker? <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's a, there's enough now. I'm pretty sure there's like 120 something. There actually is. There's 120 in there. Yeah, like everybody's got their own locker and it's comfy now. Yeah, dude, I walk. I went. That's in there. crazy. I went in there last week. We were. I was helping with like a recruit on a visit. 
You guys have like a mannequin in there with like your yeah. I'm yeah. Like, wow. They, they put that in there right now for like the the recruits and stuff. Yeah, you got to show flex. off the the clean stuff. You guys got those new like black and white jerseys a year that ago. Locker room. So. Y'all got a fridge in there too. Yeah, we're not allowed to use it though. That's crazy. I know. Uh, yeah, that's brutal. why not. Co- I don't know. The coaches were like, if you put stuff in there, like expect it to be gone. That's not for you guys. And I'm like, what? And your guys' office are upstairs. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have a whole <laughs> kitchen upstairs. Yeah, I don't know. I I yeah I don't know. I pro- I wouldn't trust like the old lineman with my food in there anyways. Oh God, no. <laughs> What's that like hidden? I, I've never played football like yeah. contact up, you know, two hand touch, little like you know, yeah. little playground playground <laughs> shit. You said I was so soft. <laughs> I, I'm soft. That was the reason <laughs> I didn't play football. Tag, no, no. you're it. <laughs> I got a bad, I, I got a bad story too. But wait, continue your question. What's like the first time you got hit? Like, what's that like? It's like every time you get hit in a game, does it feel the same, or do you just kind of get used to it? Yeah, you get used to it for sure. Like, I don't know. Just yeah, like, once you get enough concussions, you're just <laughs> yeah. Once you, <laughs> I, I don't. Think hey, I once that CT, how, how many concussions have you had, BJ? I've had I've had one diagnosis in my in my life. One how, diagnosis. How many do you one, think? I've I think I've only had two though. Oh, that's probably. pretty good then. Yeah. We. It's, I he, feel like I've he asked, does, he, pro- he he probably tackles with the right form. Yeah. Keep it, keep my head out. That's interesting because <laughs> you know Sam. He's our housemate, and he said he's got yeah. like six or seven concussions. Oh yeah, yeah. Like people people get him. Yeah. I feel like Sam be going in head first though. <laughs> I feel like Sam's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Should I tell my story of what happened when I played football? Yes. I would love to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more from you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, this is like an embarrassing story, but like I'm just going to do it for the podcast's sake. Uh, I was like in fourth grade, and then I was like tall, but like super skinny. But like somehow I still like weighed more than most kids just because yeah. like I was tall. So like they put me in with like people that were like two or three grades above me. Did you guys do it by like weight? Yeah, it was by weight, oh, by yeah, weight so class. I never did that, but I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like a fourth grader playing with like sixth graders, yeah. <laughs> and I was a stick. I was like, yeah. I was basically almost anorexic like for a while. Yeah. Until like yeah high school, and then first like first like two practices like I remember they like they're like hey you're gonna run the ball I was like sure I'll I'll be the running back <laughs> glad to know what I was and I ran and I just got like smacked and I was like literally like, in tears <laughs> I hated it yeah. I remember thinking, I was like, I'm quitting. Like, there's no way I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. I remember I like, went to my dad later that day. I was like, Dad, I can never go back there. <laughs> like, that is not for me. So that was it. I, was, I quit you? after about three practices. Damn. I'm sure you got, you guys get physical down there in the court, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, the bit. Yeah, the uh, post. The post, yeah. So I have to be guarding Christian's ass. Yeah. And Chewie's ass. <laughs> and they're so much bigger than me. Yeah. So yeah, I be getting bullied sometimes. I can't lie. Yeah, undersized center. Who was the first guy in practice to just oh, knock yeah. your shit, like yeah. absolutely rock you? Oh, it's, it's or break your ankles. <sighs> yeah, that's 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 maybe a better that's maybe a better question. Oh. Uh, because like we don't uh, hey, because that's not football. We, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, we don't uh, like you'd be surprised how much contact we have in practice it's not that much just like make the yeah why would you want to get hurt in practice yeah, yeah exactly but um oh the first guy to break oh taylor colsty who uh who's he played on the team do you, you remember quarterback his? yeah what oh no, no, no wide receiver yeah, yeah, his, his, yeah his brother yeah, ian yeah they were like, I was, I was about to go against him, and they're like, "Be careful! He always runs this one route where, like, he runs a slant, stutters, and then runs back in on the slant. But like, he makes it look like he's gonna about to run a slant and then run out. And so I go against him. And I was like, "Let's go!" Like, <laughs> and, and he, he like runs a slant. I'm on him. He stutters. I think he's gonna go out. So I start going out. Boom! He just breaks it back in. My ankles are just gone. So, <laughs> uh, you touched <laughs> earth. <laughs> you touched it close. Wait, so did you fall or did you not fall? No, I didn't fall. Oh, you okay. just shifted you, but it, it, it was it was gone. Yeah, he, he was gone. You, were, you weren't in the play. Yeah. yeah, he came back and gave you a map and said, "This is where I yeah, went." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That probably happens like a lot, though. I feel like as like in yeah. the secondary. Oh, but deep playing DB is hard. It's the hardest position. Oh, in for sure. Oh, I would. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like cornerback or safety, like yeah. that's that seems ridiculous. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever go to any of those? Uh, I always see those camps on Instagram and stuff, yeah. like the. Uh, it's called the open or something. Oh or, yeah, well those oh, are, those are the guys who are not called D three. Okay, those are, those are, <laughs> like you should play like the seven on sevens or anything yeah. like that. Uh, no, I didn't do it much honestly. We didn't have like much of that in Moses Lake, but uh, I went to some camps though for sure. What were they like? Yeah. Like, I just want to know what they're like. It's just, I mean, I just said like four times right there. I mean, 
it's just football, but a basketball camp. I'm sure, like, um, just like individual drills and like competition time and like. You go one on one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Without pads, is it, is it more fun going one on one without pads or with pads? Uh, I don't know. Like at least receiver, DB, or safety. Um, I like the pads on. I like the pads on. Yeah, so you can hit them. I'm a better. I'm a better tackler. Than, than the like coverage guy, but I'm getting better at coverage though. So. Okay, dude, you watch this guy's film on Huddle, and he literally Gassin looks Luke. like. No, no, I'm like I'm hyping him up. Dude I'm looks, a, dude Gassin. looks like, like a mini Cam Chancellor. Like you watch Ooh. him. I think what were wow. you like? Ooh. So That's no, last year that three Cam Chancellor. I don't know if I could take that. Hey, no, drop, I, drop the Huddle yeah. in the link. Yo, I was trying to get like all the guys is like. Not like I was trying to get last year's game film, so if I broadcasted this year's games, like I could have like footage and like see your guys' tendencies and kind of play off your strengths. And I remember the first guy's account that I clicked on was yours, and you're wearing the yellow and the red for Moses Mar- Lake, Mar- Burgundy, Maroon, Maroon. With the a, there you go, yeah. And I think were you like number five or something? Four, number four. And dude, you just were a hammer. I mean, the minute the ball <laughs> snapped and like say it was a pitch it's to the outside, you got the slot receiver and the and the wide out, you know, they're coming to block and you filled the gaps perfectly. You planted that outside foot, shuffled down, and you just cracked them. And I was like, this kid should be at Central Washington right no, now no. because he's too good for us. No. He's too good for That's us. That's not true. But like you had an injury last year. And yeah. you know, do you if you wanted to talk about like like how that, you know, halted progression because in my opinion, after your freshman year and after that playoff game, I felt like you would have been a for sure starter. And we, we had an interview before the season started, and it was something about, like, Whitworth football, like, sustaining greatness. And I talked to Sandberg yeah. and you, yeah. and you were telling me, what was it, like, with the hip or the groin? Yeah. So and, I had, yeah. Yeah. yeah in the, so uh, in our spring game freshman year, it was the first play of the spring game. I actually, like, drop back, and we're playing cover four, and drop back, and I get an interception, but I, like, go straight back. I go like straight back and I come back and land on like my tailbone and it basically just like split my leg. So I had like an avulsion fracture. Oh. So like right in the groin. So it was like basically where the tendon is pulling bone away from bone. So it was kind of nasty. But then I went all summer and I didn't know, I didn't know that I thought it was just like a groin injury, but it was like something to do with the bone. So like, like the bone was like fractured, but then like get to campus sophomore year. And then I, I had the MRI right before coming to fall camp and then got those results like at root arriving at fall camp so i was like out a month during fall camp and it lasted like into like week three or four um so then yeah but then uh jacob hoger he's like one of my best friends uh got the starting job and he did he did awesome you know it's like and he was playing well so it's like it's tough to you know pull a guy you know i, I did it, it wouldn't have felt right honestly um like you know i played special teams last year was second string again but um yeah but so but now the goal is to start this year that's what that's what we're like we were saying it's hard to break a rotation when a you're winning a bunch yeah so there's no reason to switch it up yeah 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 no like yeah like i said he came in and was (laughs) playing well so like i was you know i was fine with it gotta be gotta be about the team you know can't can't be selfish so it's humility yes sir gosh it was a it was a growing year because i guys thought i was gonna start to be honest but like yeah but if there was a guy to start over me it was jacob hover for sure Mm. that's my dude though beautiful (laughs) i feel like that like transcends into every sport team at whitworth like everyone has that mentality of like next man up yeah like you're not just down in the dumps like oh it should be me you're like let's go like we have the best guy in the best position right now for us to win this ball game and like every guy on the baseball team like they're like you know what as much as i want to be on the mound or as much as i want to be at the plate like if there's another guy that's swinging better than me, I want him, like, game on the line, bottom of the ninth, like, two outs, bases sure. loaded, down by three. You just need a grand salami. For sure. So, we all, we all would be lying, salami. though, if we said that wasn't, if that wasn't hard because it is hard. So. Oh, it's, it's tough. It's horrible. Yeah. Because we're all, we all want to, we all oh, want to no. be Because we already play D3. So, <laughs> in order to play D3, you have to love your sport, right? Yes. So, knowing that we love our sport and then, like, we can't. We're not going to start or something. Like, it hurts. It does that's, hurt. that's a hard culture too to bring. Cause like, you're coming in D three. You love your sport, and then especially at Whitworth, where everything's ultra competitive, especially in our sports, football yeah. and basketball. You have to love. Like, you have to develop the culture to love your team. Yeah. First, before yourself. For sure. 
and that because I mean, it's yeah. it's tough to break because it's you're you're going through an, a four year program now. Yeah, where you're going to develop. I mean, you're probably going to see the most time like junior, senior. Mm-hmm. You know, theoretically, unless you're an absolute stud or yeah. something, you know, or transfer from a I don't know. Yeah, but. Yeah, you have to not only love your sport, but the coaches have to create a culture where you love the team more than you love your own self-interest. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, that you see, like, in football, so, like, my class was, like, 40 guys came in, mm-hmm. but then, like, after the first year, 10 of them were gone. Yeah. Like, like you bring in that many guys, and, like, we have 120 right now, but, like, next year it'll be, like, of the 120, it'll probably be, like, 105. Like I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, guys just lose yeah. interest or yeah. just aren't as the guy. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is really hard, especially but. when you're going expecting to be the guy. Yeah, because of the level you're at. Yeah, I think okay. to like put some perspective on that. Last week we had Jordan Lester, and he was the guy that played D1 uh, up in Pennsylvania for Robert yeah. Morris, and he said like the culture change from shifting from D1 to D3 was massive because there's so many different priorities when it comes to that difference between the D1 and D3 level. Like the priority is either get to the league, uh, get scholarships and like you're there for yourself. But the minute like you buy into not only like Whitworth culture, but I just think D3 culture, you understand that like, again, like Rowan, you mentioned, it's like, it's about the team. It's about the family. And I'd argue that if you look across like the divisions of D3, D2, D1, like the closest friendships and, like, the people that you could probably call up 15 years later, like, once everything's all done, it's the D3 level. Like, I, I guarantee you that you two are still talking in 30 years and, like, you know, getting together and giving each other shit because of the friendship you built onto the court. And you weren't yeah. just there, like, you know, I'm D1, I'm focused, I'm focused on making it to the league. Yeah. Or, like, I'm D2, like, I'm still good enough, I'm trying to get there. Like, D3, you kind of know the harsh reality. There is nothing else after this like mm-hmm. let's just be real like you know duncan robinson was a needle in a haystack like he was one of a million and yes jim carrey y- you are saying there is a chance there is a chance for other guys like that to happen yeah. but you know for whitworth basketball players i think the biggest goal that they can have is like playing overseas like kyle roach yep. i know jordan wants to do that and so like you know there is that next step but I think guys that come here, like they realize that their passion can be sacrificed for the good of the team. And that's why the culture is so strong here. And even without the money part, that's why it's attractive because you're like, wow, all these guys are like really playing for each other. I, like I want to be there yeah. because mm-hmm. when like in high school, when you're on the bench or you're starting, there's another guy just scratching claw and doing whatever he can to like get out there. And obviously you guys are too, but those guys on the bench in high school, they weren't rooting for you. They were hoping for you to mess up. And that's the same thing at the D1 level. But at D3, like, you want Jacob to be successful, even if that means you're on the bench. Yeah. Like, you obviously still want to be out there on the field, but you know deep down that, like, what matters most is the culture, the friendship, and the family of football. Like, your guys' theme last year was, like, all my love. Yes, like, sir. you guys are giving love to one another. Preaching. And, like you know sandberg does an excellent job with like having the theme each year and so each team has themes you guys are reading that one book right now like work in the dark and so it's like you know not that many people i don't know if that's like the name of the book but like the message i don't really know how'd you know about that you've been reading the book no I haven't been. Come on, Jake. Well, Rowan looked confused when you said that too, so I don't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't well, know. I should if not. I got the I, this man, Luke, just went off right there. Yeah, Bro. no, that was <laughs> he was preaching. Preaching word. Yes, sir. But Jeez. I mean, I agree though. I think we have we definitely make really strong connections at the D three level. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they probably make strong connections in higher yeah. levels too. But like the good teams, we for definitely sure. we definitely know that like this is probably like our last stop playing sports. Like we want to make the best opportunity. Yeah, and also, it's more commitment for four years. Like you're kind of you're going through the four years, whereas like, I feel like at D twos, there's a lot of transfers in and out of D twos. Guys are trying to find the stop where they can play the most and get their mm-hmm. school paid for. D ones, talking like power five guys are thinking about league professional. You know, it's not as much yeah. ha, rah rah camaraderie because guys are trying to get out and get paid. Yep. And then even, you know, lower tier D1, like you're trying to transfer around to find your best fit where you can be the most successful and get your school paid for. Whereas like here, you know, we know we're here. We're not going anywhere, you know. Guys, tran- like some guys transfer, that happens yeah. everywhere. But like 
we're here for, you know, and the honest reason is school. Yeah. And then to play our sport still, like after high school. And it's, I mean, I, I mean, we all came here to play our sport first, but we're here to, we're going to graduate, yeah. like all of us. Facts. You got to look, uh, look past the sport in D3. Yeah. It'll set you up for your life. Yeah, or you're just like, you're going to develop relationships for four years with a lot of the same guys for four years mm-hmm. and guys coming in that are learning about the culture um, and they're developing the same t- type of mindset that you got from your upperclassmen or seniors or the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, it's it's student-athlete. Like, we weigh both of those uh, meanings very balanced, very evenly. It's 50-50, like you. It's not the D1 where, you know, as long as you have a 2.0, you can play. Like, I feel like every guy on the basketball team or the football team, like, I would say majority are getting, like, that 3.3 to that, like, 3.75 range. And there are the guys that are getting 4.0s, too. Like, I don't think there's, like, many bottom feeders, you know. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, guys are getting good grades. They're also working hard on the field. And so you guys have a lot to – balance between both school the educational side and then the sport and the passion which again i would argue that helps you better in the future yeah like, everyone always says like oh man once you get to the real world like it's going to be really tough for you to understand but it's like i understand now that like working in a team allows me to achieve goals that i never thought i could get by myself i understand that i need to one work hard at my education and then also work hard at my sport slash hobby so then you have that work life balance that you're already preparing for when you graduate so you understand like okay this is how much time i can spend at work and this is how much time i can spend being like a father a mother or like a good Uh, partner in your relationship and so i feel like d3 kind of prepares you for that at like a not a sneaky level that's not the right vocabulary term but like it's hidden like d3 is a hidden treasure and like we're the pirates you know like the hidden treasure about whitworth (laughs) is that like you can get (laughs) you can get both the student athlete it was nice though and the balance though so it's nice no i I agree agree. i'm convinced that whitworth makes, makes you a better man oh yeah for sure. Like, at least, at least has done for me already. But yeah. and, you've, and you said and, it. And, and it does it better than better than other schools. And, like, I think it does it the best in our conference. I haven't gone to the other schools, but I, I really believe that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I much. the good point yeah. is, I was going to say, like, you actually need to get good grades when you come to a D3 school. Yeah. yeah. I feel like D2s and D1s, like, you're not really thinking you need good grades. Well, there's no, like, slack. Let's go to Stanford. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ivy League. Really? German. Oh. I mean, yeah, Ivy League. That's true. Yeah. But like, there's no slack on. Oh, I get. It. They yeah. get good grades at Stanford. The classes you're. you're they taking. probably get such good like re- like tutors and stuff at yeah. Stanford. Oh, so yeah. those, but those like we're not. They still that. those kids still have to get into Stanford though. I bro, I promise you, those guys are the smart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Respect. And I'm sh- I'm sure there's smart guys on every team. <clears throat> yeah. But like at least at our level, you still like there isn't a slack or any sort of, like, flexibility with school. Like, yeah. we get to miss class for, like, games sometimes. And it's, it's excused, and we usually have to make up the work in the hotel room. Yeah. We're still <laughs> doing ourselves. homework, yeah. We're doing homework when we're on trips. We don't have tutors with us ever. You know, if anything, like, we have uh, – do you get, do you guys have, like, an advisor for the football team? Yeah, but it's, our, it's, one, of our, so it's one of our coaches. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but it's like how, you know, he's, he's, he's really good help, you know, for the guys that need it. But, mm-hmm. you know, like – Nah, you rather have someone that's like in the school department. Yeah, like, no, yeah, like, like him. Like that, how we, yeah, we have Kim Hernandez on it the whole time because he coaches football. He coaches yeah. the position group and he's the academic advisor. You know. Yeah, like we have. I mean, we get a little bit leeway. Like Kim helps us get into the right classes with like the best teachers that will be flexible with our schedule yeah, and stuff like that. So we definitely get kind of a little dessert with that. Yeah, but it's easier to do with less guys. Yeah, but like all the higher levels get. Whatever they want. I mean, they yeah. can take their homework done for them. Their homework's done for them. They can take all. <laughs> That's it. Like that to me is like one of the biggest things. Like, I hate homework. So yeah. like, they get my homework done. Like, oh my gosh, I never learned like, anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but I, there, there is like good students at D1 programs. Oh yeah, no, no. Doubt. I'm not saying that. Yeah. We're saying here you have to. You have to, you have to though. Yeah. Like, like I feel like a D1 level. Like they're not thinking they have to. Yeah. You have to be committed to school. Yeah. yeah. It's true. 
All right, uh, just to kind of flip the script on this current conversation, let's go back yeah. to a little bit about um, football. During your mic'd up moments, yeah. you you mentioned that, I think your quote was, uh, we should get Coach Sandberg mic'd up <laughs> for a game because some people might uh, not think he's as like precious as he is. Yeah. Like, So what, 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 what makes Sandberg like – not the cuddly bear that he is on the outside, but like when closed doors and yeah. he's in the locker room just with the boys. Well, he's a competitor. He talk about win at all costs. Like Sandberg will do it. I mean, he, you know, like he's not a cheater or anything, but he, Sandberg is like when you, like a scale of one to 10 competitor, he's a 10 for sure. Like, so that Linfield game freshman year, uh, yeah, the Linfield game freshman year, I, I was I was in on a package so I like a nickel package like I was I uh, got to go in on that so I went in first play and all I got to do was like trail this so it's like a man coverage but I'm like I it's it's easier because I'm like trailing him um it made zero sense to me yeah keep going. so it's like yeah but like you <laughs> you were like focusing on a receiver right? yeah so I'm man coverage but you're but, trailing but him? I'm trailing because I want to take away any routes underneath him Mm-hmm. So on any outbreaking route, I'm gonna be behind him. Any like any underneath breaking route, yeah, under, any underneath breaking route, boom! I want to take I want to take that away because okay. I have help because I have help over top. So there's like two oh, two deep okay. safeties. So it's called like cover two like two man, two guys up top. There it's gonna help out. me in Madden. Yeah, Thank you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now you're protecting like the shorter passes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. More, but more of the story. You want to talk about touching the earth. I go out there. <laughs> I go out there. The guy just gives me like a little, huh? Just, huh? Just nothing. Fall. I just fall. Like, I think I was just so nervous and like pent up. Like, this is Linfield. Like, this was like my first like real time game. Like, this is, you know, like second quarter. Yeah, not, yeah. not like the end of the game. And I just fall. My guy runs like crossing route, catches the, it. was third and 19. The guy catches the pass, gets like 22 yards. Oh, dude. And I come off the sideline and like, it was like, what the hell happened? And, and Samberg was like, BJ Mullen can't freaking cover a crosser out to save his life. And like, <laughs> r- like I was right next to him. He didn't know I was there. Like, and I was like, but I was like, I'm not going back in this game. <laughs> but I You're like, but, oh, let's set the helmet down. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, but he's boys. just Samberg. Samberg's just intense. Like, but like he's like you know. But it's it's just because he's a competitor. But he's like great guy. But that makes you like not want to let him down though. Like oh next for time. sure. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. And you didn't. You got pick in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I don't kidding me I mean, you, you got to fight for the guys that are fighting so hard for you yeah and again like that's the same thing like getting you know i'm just talking about the seahawks because i'm just pissed with their defense but <laughs> i mean one guy's energy just channels everyone else like yeah. having jamal adams on our defense like when he yeah. gets a sack coming around like the corner and being a safety like that fuels other guys up and i just feel like every game every second like sandberg is fueled up and you just like oh, feed yeah. off of that energy uh, i agree i agree all right since these guys <laughs> like to go will not like to go but they're forced to go on road trips whether that's bus uh via or they, via plane yeah they get a fly we go we plan and we, they get to fly. fly we fly but you know they've they've y'all had got, y'all got so many how many guys do you, you guys travel yeah, like 60 i think you need like three planes That's in order to plane, carry yeah. the whole football team <laughs> no we we, we just needs an athletic it. jet that would be the next purchase in my opinion we did it well i i heard i heard no. i heard a guy wanted to like purchase a plane like you guys have your own plane right no, or, or you got. You no, guys we fly, fly. We fly. No, we got our own plane. Yeah, yeah, we're by ourselves. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, right, never, right, never, right, never. Only D three team that has our own plane. <laughs> well, some guy wanted to fly, fly fund, us, fund us flying though, but then like Ooh. Title Nine wouldn't allow or whatever. So it's like, uh, how come? That's can? what I, that was the rumor. Wait, what's Title? What's Title Nine? <laughs> Do you actually know Title Nine? It's like where the like girls and guys sports have to be equal. How come we can fly then? I don't know. But I think, but, I think but it's, it's less money for you guys. I think girls can fly. Oh, the girls team does fly. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. Oh but my gosh. They just started coming yeah. to the airport last year. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to fly one time after we beat Claremont. We went to Minnesota and played St. John's. Oh. Ooh. Well, that's no, but that's I guess last. You kind of had to fly. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. but I guess sophomore year we played two games in Cali. But I was hurt for those two. That was when I started the season hurt, so I was I was sad I missed those trips. But they flew then. Damn. But when it comes to like the traveling trips, you got like any fun moments or memories from like the bus or like anything that stands out. The one that stands out was freshman year, when we uh, oh, we knew we were gonna win win conference. I can't. I think it was just after beating Puget. Sound. I could be wrong, but I think it was just after beating Puget Sound. 
all we had to do was come back and play Pacific because we already knew we had won. So like the you know the whole we are the champions on the bus and all that. So that, Bible study cool. plans yeah. getting going. Yeah. Some of some of the older guys in the back probably. <laughs> well, not probably. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, pre-COVID, how many people do you think on average would come to like a football win party? Wait, are you 21? Yeah, now. Yeah. When did you turn 21? This summer. So y'all are old. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. We gonna grab a drink or what, DJ? <laughs> I'm down. So when you, you me, Bean, and Sam. When you turn twenty, Bean is the man. Uh, Bean is the man. I love that. You guy. old That's too, dude. man. That's your dude. <laughs> All different. That's really? literally my guy. We upstairs. We're upstairs, buddies. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was just stretching with him. Like I said, when you guys pick me up, we we're having a stretch party. Bean What's he stretching for? Is he's he's getting right, bro? He's yeah. trying to stay. He's healthy. trying to get better. Why? No. Yeah. No, I was just a little curious. Why yeah. was he stretching? Because huh. physical health is is a priority for him. That's a great answer. That's the man. <laughs> physical health is, is a priority. priority. For him. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like it on right. the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I just wanted to ask you this: like, what has been like the best moment overall, whether that's on the field or off the field, for you so far being at Whitworth? When you met me freshman year. Jeez. Come on, tell me. Okay, so number two. Fresh. Tell number me what well, that was. See, I, see I knew you guys, and like, I'm like, man, these guys are cool. You know, they're they seem like cool dudes. See, I, and I was trying to like meet, like, I don't know, but when the first time, like, I actually like, felt like I know you guys, that was cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Swag your old tab. <laughs> it would definitely, it, it, it hasn't been the best moment, I would say. It's up there. Though. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Leave. Hey, come on, that was that was some high praise. I, I, no, yeah, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, oh, that's that's tough though. Might be more sentimental, but it's it's, it's probably Make this us cry. No, well, that's Leslie for me. This is like probably not the best moment, but this is one I remember well. It was the first day of fall camp freshman year, uh, reporting. And I knew I was going to room with my bo- my boy Jacob Hangarner, who I've lived with. Yeah, I'm going to live with him all four years now. And, like, we had texted throughout the summer, like, knew we were going to be rooming together. And, like, the first time I see him, like, just big smile, just, like, dap up, hug. And, like, I was like, this dude's legit. And, like, I've roomed with him freshman year, sophomore year, and now we live together in the house. So, like, that was a that was a cool moment. So That's love. Shout out. That's love. Shout out, Jake. Yeah. We're gonna That's s- beautiful. We're going to splice that one, send it to you, and then for Valentine's Day, you and can send it. Yeah. I wish I felt that way with my roommates. <laughs> Same. Damn. Okay, when it comes to like <laughs> back house with some touchy relationships. Damn. Nah, touchy relationships. It's not. It's not touchy at all. <laughs> what do you? What do you mean by touchy? Yeah. What do you mean by touchy? like? As in like, do we? Not physical? in the physical way. Oh, okay. Just like, just like, like it's touching. a touchy subject. Oh, okay. I thought you meant in the physical way. Uh, no, because it is in the physical way, just not in the. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I about that. You know, you, you've mentioned a lot about uh, your faith and, like, how yeah. that's been really important to you. Is there a specific, like, Bible verse that you like to stick to that's, like, inspirational or just something that you live by for your life? Uh, there, there's not there's not one specific one, but, like, uh, a good one, I think, like, has to do with, like, like, Whitworth and, like, brotherhood is a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Proverbs 17.7. Shout out Alan Blue for uh, – for, showing me that verse first so yeah but that's a good one no but that but i think like i don't know just you got like seriously if you guys have any interest in that at Whitworth, it's a great place to to explore that what you believe because i think it like i think it matters they do do make you think about it for sure and like yeah and i believe it has internal consequences so i I think it's good good, have you heard of pascal's what's the wager pascal's wager is that what you believe well i mean well, that's isn't that two different thoughts of looking at looking yeah, at Pascal's it? wages? No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, argu- it's an argument yeah. of, of why. Oh, yeah, yeah, of why yeah. you should believe. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like the four box, and like if if God yeah. is real, like if you believe and you don't believe, or if He isn't real and you yeah. believe and you don't believe. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's 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 much. It's like say if you're going, yeah, it's much smarter bet to bet that He's real and live your life like He's real than to than to not and have internal consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, how much time a week do you, you like spend on like the sports media and all that? Like, would you say? Like, I really feel like it's ramped up this year too. It's it's weird just because like everything's so unprecedented right now. I just feel like it's overload. Yeah. Because I'm you know trying to do so much and I'm I'm a yes man. 
Yeah. So it's like when somebody asks for like me to do something or an opportunity comes up, I usually don't say no. Yeah. Because I want to like help and I want to be involved and I don't know when an opportunity would arise. But if I had to like nail down in like hours per week, it's estimate. There's seven days in a week. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like a full time job. I feel like I work forty hours a week. Like I'm like at least five hours a day. Savage. So I'm just trying to be an asset like out of the booth by like filming, getting behind the camera. Yeah. And ultimately like half the things I do, I don't get paid for. Like, oh. like the media shots for you guys. That was just because yeah. I want to do that for you guys. And same thing with every team. Luke's and so I like, I made right. it. We, talk we already about, knew this. We, we already knew. We Luke's talk about man. love for what they do. Oh. <laughs> but, but this, this, this guy, I've already known this praise, guy as a man. The, the praise, like when I, when, yeah. When I say like, it, when I tell people like Luke's the man, they're like, Oh yeah. Like they might, bro. You gotta keep. Everybody doing. knows it. You gotta oh, keep doing. Yeah. What Everybody you're knows doing. Luke's a man. Like, what do you think? Like, but, like we really know. We really know Luke's a oh, man. Yeah, you guys are behind the scenes. Yeah, hey, we're, when like, we're hey, behind when the scenes. You, <laughs> you feel me? Behind the scenes. <laughs> when you come down here, and you saw this. It was a little bit like you're like, whoa, this is. Oh, it's a little different. This is, this is professional setup, right? Luke's the man. What was the what was the sports media before Luke came? Like go Bucks game day, yeah. but like Luke, like Luke is the sports media. Yeah. I and you brought people like with you and stuff like a little bit. And, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, like I, I can't take all the credit. Like last year, like when I'm in front of the camera, like my girlfriend Abby Dent, she yeah. she does a great job with the film. And then a guy on the baseball team, Landon, Landon Chigata, that's the homie. Yeah, and so like having those two with me, Landon, and like Landon's a dude too. Yeah, like and all of them are great. And obviously, there's bias towards the girlfriend, and I think Landon's a solid dude. <laughs> and it's like I, I'll take a lot of credit for like you know building something on my own but at the same time i feel like i'm not here without like their constant support and you know i like this camera that's abby's camera yeah like i don't even own my own camera like i have to use her equipment to like go out and do these things and i do them because i like connecting with the athletes it's not so much like the on the field stuff it's off the field stuff like yeah. great job or, like i'm proud of you because when you're not an athlete like you usually don't hear that stuff yeah like you're just kind of like you're the forgotten and so it's nice to like hear that like oh like good work yeah. like you just you don't hear that anymore because you're not an athlete yeah but like it's refreshing and I like I know I always have that like in those two and so it's nice because you know they might not be on the field with me sometimes and I wish they were but they keep me going mentally and I'm like you know this is for a greater cause and and that's the other reason why I do it is like the media shots like they are for you guys they're not for me like um I was talking to. Them. Uh, so the, the, I worked uh, at Home Depot over the summer, like just trying to make some money. And there was a girl that worked there and she went to our rivaling high school, but she actually plays D2 lacrosse for a place called Regis. Uh, university in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I was asking her about like their media shots. And she's like, Oh, we don't get them. Yeah. Like they take them, they take a couple and then they just post them however they want. And I'm like, well, that sucks. Like yeah. last year when I made the, um, the senior like video of like all the seniors that were infected by COVID. Oh yeah. Like there were some players in that video that the only picture I could find of them was their headshot yeah. from whitworthpirates.com. And I'm like, man, imagine playing four years at Whitworth and the only thing to show for it being an athlete is your headshot. Like that yeah. sucks. Yeah. That yeah. would be terrible. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm not doing like, okay, I'm doing stuff, but like, I'm not doing much cause there's no sports going on. Why not, you know, purchase a backdrop, borrow abby's camera and her stand and let's go take some pictures and learn some editing just you know watch youtube until like 2 a.m have like disenchantment netflix on in the background and just kind of watch that grinding. and you know just like it was a grinder yeah gotta oh, the keep guys grind. the gotta guys keep. love the photos i'm glad they were kind of blurry and so I was, I was so upset with some of them but i was like dude. you know what hopefully some of them are okay dude there i yeah the and the one time i got on instagram like just scrolling down my feet like Football pictures, like all the guys had to post. Yeah, we don't we don't really get media days like that, you know. Yeah. And that like, it's really it's really unselfish to you, man. Like it's awesome. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We love you. I think another good point is like you said, like you don't get like the good job or like the gratification. Like athletes, like if we play well, like we'll we'll like the fans like clapping or, we or fans, the coaches we like, will be like, yeah. But like you don't get that. Like that's I think that by itself says something. Like, I know. <clears throat> keep it up, Luke. I, I hope I hope all the athletes know. Like I hope they appreciate you. Like you, 
We're all lucky to be going to school the same time you're going to school. Facts. And be playing a sport the same time you're here. Facts. We're getting put on at a whole nother level that people didn't really get put on at. Which question for you guys? Do you guys like you guys like the student section? When oh, it's, when it's there. Oh, we, oh, this is actually this is a good. We could probably wrap with this, this topic. So we were actually talking about this. Uh, we're talking about like attendance in general. You yeah. know what I mean? And like at least for basketball, like it's kind of gone down. Yeah. Like last couple years. But we love the student section. Like, right. We love, and we know it's popping the most when football's there. Dude, yeah. And our like I we're feel responsibility for this. No, no, but like no, no, no just like. But we're, what I was saying, too, was... Yeah, listen to this point. Not bad. We don't go to, like... We really only go to, like, one of your guys' games a year. Like, last year. We yeah. really went to, like, one game. And it was like we stood on the side for a bit. We don't... We're not there, like... That Linfield game, our freshman year, like, we're there on the sideline, like, yeah. yelling. Like, we were talking shit. Like, yeah. we were doing everything we could. We don't really... We didn't really do that last year. And, like, our coaches made a point for us to go to every, like, team. Yeah. So that they would come support us. Yeah. But that's not the same as, like, really going and supporting the other teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't feel like – and I feel like attendance – we were talking about, like, social media, like, why kids may not want to go out, like, as much to, like, watch a game or something. Yeah. But I think what can really just – is the athletes. Because we're all yes. – because there's a little bit of divide between, you know, like, students who are just going to Whitworth for college. athletes. Yeah, and there's – you know, it's a big chunk of our school. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like – we as athletes can all do a better job going and supporting each other when we can at these games. You know what I mean? Bro, I love this. And, like, we all do. It, it's, <laughs> I'm it's, fired up. It's real because, like, we can't expect you guys to come and yeah. be rowdy at every one of our home games at the student section if we're not doing the same thing with yeah. you guys. Yeah. You know, at least for, you know, it makes no sense. Yeah. It goes, it like, and same with, you know, women's soccer, men's soccer, women's basketball, yeah. baseball, softball. I'm not going to name all the sports, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Women's lacrosse. Yeah. Like, no, I love that because I'm a big, big uh, like school spirit guy and stuff. Like, like I, I, I'm all about that. Like, go Bucks! Like, tell like, go, go Bucks! Go, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a go Bucks. Guy. Yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like that's kind of also. But, I feel like a little bit of like the point of the podcast is to like you know just let loose a little bit, yeah. make fun of ourselves a little bit, yeah. but also kind of like give perspective like athletes at our level and yeah. at our school, and honestly bring us all together a little bit. Yes, I think. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, cause I'm, cause like usually, like if it's a home game that I can make, I'm there. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> sometimes I feel like dumb, like if I'm the only one standing or something. But like, I just, just, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be better at that. Get you like, you're good, bro. No, but like if if because when it's serious thing, it's just like <clears throat> when one person does it, oh, the other guy's like, oh, well, I can do it too, you know? So yeah. Like, when everybody commits to being there, like it's fun. And like sometimes, like you guys are blowing them out and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, you know, but. No, but yeah. Well, we well we can be better. Like I'm gonna be there at you guys' games and stuff. No, we'll be at your. What are you gonna say, Jack? No, I was. You said like there's a divide between like athletes and then like the NARPs or whatever. You know what NARPs means? Yeah. 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 Not athletes, but there's also a divide between like each sport. I feel like. Yeah, which is a little bit. Yeah. I, I hate. I hate it too. Yeah. I feel like that was old. Like I don't it, know. It's getting better, but like it's it's yeah. No, I I agree. It is older. Like honestly, like when I first came, me. I feel like there's a little bit of beef between like basketball and football. Yeah, for I, I I didn't know what for. Yeah, like I just like oh okay, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like someone like K got in a fight with like somebody. Like, they, yeah, oh yeah, that was, they always yeah. talk. And then like when you show up, like yeah, you just hear about those old stories like fights or stuff. Like yeah, but it's like man, hey, you know we are we're we're both ballers. Like you guys, yeah, like, we don't want to have beef with nobody. But, but it's not yeah, but that's not like I guess applicable to us and our class. Like we're coming like I think you know we're upperclassmen now. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, be like mature, I, man. Yeah, we're all here trying to do the same thing. It's just a different sport. No, I I totally think that like, you think it work like if we were more productive coming like your guys' games, you guys would be more productive coming to our games, and vice versa with other teams, right? I, I feel so. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, it's funny because like, uh, it's just we, like yeah, I like to see sports too. So like, like I'm if it's like I said, if it's a home game, I'm there. No, but yeah. It's just like I. I'm gonna try Appreciate to. You. <laughs> I'm gonna try to recruit some more guys. Like you know, have more of those student section yeah. games. Cause, and those are the most fun too. Oh, you think okay. if like we showed up at every single game and just was like hell loud, you think that would like make more people come to our games? Oh, it would have. It, it would. It would have to. They're selfish. I feel like it'd not. have like a ripple effect. Almost. One hundred percent. That's and what. It, that's what I would think as well. Yeah. It's like we got. Yeah, we got to support. It's each funny. Other. They last year. Do you remember they made like the buddy system? Kind of like teams had like mm-hmm. they were paired with another team. I didn't hear about that. Are we in SAC at all last year? Are you? No, I wasn't. They, uh, it's 
it was I, I personally didn't think it was a great idea because like yeah. you just had like two teams that are paired with each other. So like I think it was like support. we were paired with softball. I don't know if football is paired with, but like they didn't advertise it at all, and there was like some prize for like posting a picture of your team at another yeah. at like your partner team's game. Yeah, and it was meant to like like the purpose behind it was good because it was yeah. meant to get you know other teams supporting other teams. Mm-hmm. You know, but really it was just like all right, let's show up for a couple minutes. Yeah, da 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 da. All right, let's leave instead of let's show up. Let's get locked in. Like yeah. it's dial into this game. Yeah. support support our people who. Take like pride in our school. Athletes are going through the same shit. Yeah. I feel like here. Agreed. You know? I feel like a lot of us aren't really obviously sports player different. Everybody's going through different shit, but like a lot of stuff you're talking on, I I feel the same. I'm sure mm-hmm. JT does. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's having school pride. Like yeah. I feel like that too. I feel like, you know, it is a smaller like like all my family, none of them play sports, but they all went to WSU. Mm-hmm. To the like to their grave. Go Cougs, you know, yeah. like and then like like I want to feel that about Whitworth. And I, I think, want other feel. I want other kids to feel that too. So like, oh yeah, you know, we gotta take, we gotta be proud that we're Whitworth Pirates and like support each other in that. I think you help take that to another level too. Oh. Like everything you be doing, like it's, I don't know, proud it makes it here. makes me like ten times more proud to be a pirate. Just yeah, seeing all the shit you do. Yes, sir. I we can have like a good game after like a basketball game. We're gonna have Luke interview us. Yeah, post game. Like it's, it's like, awesome. That's, that's a cool feeling. Yes, oh, it yeah. feels great. Yeah. Again, I'm going off a little bit off topic, but I just wanted to thank you guys for those nice comments because, you know, sure. this job or, like, whatever I'm doing, it's not the same without the players. Like, there is no me without you. And so for you guys to be the characters, the kind-hearted, the loving, the hardworking, like, the guys with stories that people need to hear, like, that's what makes my job so fun because there's so much inside of you guys that the world needs to see. That's what makes my job fun. It is you guys. Like, you guys give me, like, the content to produce. It is all you. I really don't do anything. I just get... I just have the ability to show the world how great you guys are. Luke, kind of, you're kind of going off this podcast, bro. You're <laughs> killing it. How long have we been going for, Luke? About two, right? Hour 36. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that's rad.